One drab February morning, when I reached the lowest point of a protracted, nearly 10-year-long personal crisis, the worst and the deepest in my life, I blew my last 20 pounds on Where There Is A Will, John Mortimer's quirky autobiography. I opened it at random in the semi-darkness of the permanently empty Waterstones bookshop in Foxstone, Kent, the place of my temporary exile. A writer not only has to write, he has to live in order to have something to write about. And of the two occupations, living is much the hardest. I remember that bleak February day so well. Great youthful skies above the harbour, piercing almost childlike screams of seagulls. I was puffing up the hill to my desolate rented cottage with the hat back under my jacket to shelter it from the drizzle. With every step up the road I felt a little better, as if I was indeed slowly escaping from the seemingly bottomless pit of solitude and depression. I no longer felt alone, as if a good friend had put his hand on my shoulder and said, It will be okay, mate. And of the two occupations, writing and living, living is much the hardest. I was a writer, and therefore everything in my life, at any given moment, like the annoying drizzle, and the screaming seagulls, and the setting sky above my head, and my ancient Honda outside the cottage with its screen wipers bent and tied into knots by local vandals the other night, all of that was part of the yet unwritten story of my life, and life itself was but a never-ending research of the book that can never be completed. Being a writer is one of the hardest professions on earth. John Steinbeck rightly called it the hell of a job, and Thomas Mann assured that a writer is someone for whom writing is harder than it is for other people. The last axiom was illustrated by James Sturber in his 1955 interview for the Paris Review. I never quite know when I am not writing. Sometimes my wife comes up to me at a party and says, Damn it, Sturber, stop writing. She usually catches me in the middle of a paragraph. Or my daughter will look up from the dinner table and ask, Is he sick? No, my wife says, he is writing something. I, myself, have lost counts of the times when I found myself in trouble with my wife's girlfriends and simply friends for suddenly, without any obvious reason or warning, switching off, getting carried away in the middle of a conversation while turning over the words of a poem, a story or an article in progress in my mind that is writing without putting anything on paper. Oh, look at him, he is miles away, is the most frequent comment. It can be embarrassing, for in most cases you don't mean to be miles away. It happens against your will. I do believe that alongside metaphors, allegories and similes, a writer's life itself is but another literary device to be incorporated into their work, particularly when their own lives start feeling like a cluster of meaningless oxymorons. Difficult. Enormously so. Life is not meant to be easy, my child, said George Bernard Shaw. So why should good writing aimed at portraying life as it is be?